0: Yo, what's the most dope show? It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your 8 to 5. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell any client to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph and hip for racists When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name but they all of this shit I guess I could try Love me some Frankie French Milner and Hay would be lit I cannot forget about Petey and Chris JL fan with them Trump impressions Riding Karen coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation so they always near Pop pop bang bang getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet, nation gang gang Yeah I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't can get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. A uh, Puerto
1: Rico suave. Hey, what's happening with y'all? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And? That's right. It's just what? the two of us today. What? two guys on
2: yeah the third mic is here but no one's sitting here Third
1: mike is here but nobody's we sitting had a we,
2: guest on monday
1: we did have a guest uh you freeloaders have no idea who we had <laughs> do we want to tell them
2: i mean i'll probably tweet Should, i mean it's gonna be a tweet from the account going up on monday with who the guest is
1: <sighs> we had uh, uh get up dc and dc's own reese waters in the house with us
2: yeah reese waters
1: and it was a uh Comedian, y'all fire
2: television show host it was also an hour fifty. Yeah. So we this, might, all, this might. be we a little gave short.
1: some shit. Yeah, he's probably in trouble right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we we kept him from some life yeah, obligations. we kept him
1: away from some things. Well, we didn't keep him. He was just so locked into this fire that he didn't want to leave.
2: Well, you know how it is. Comics sit in a circle, and yep. start talking. Get to riffing. Two hours go by.
1: Yeah, get to riffing.
2: I do that late at night sometimes, standing outside I of. I have
1: a, done it. I make myself leave now, or I'll do it.
2: Yeah outside the open mic it's I'll like make myself leave my legs hurt I've been on my feet all night yep next thing you know it's three taking in the morning so many,
1: taking so many fake calls yeah at least two how at least two how many fake calls do you think you take a night
2: actually I don't do that that much these days um, Oh, you've, you've uh, what you've, happens is you've
1: winnowed down your tribe
2: that might be it what <laughs> happens is also if you pull out your phone because people don't call anymore people yeah. do texts and if you pull out your phone it looks like maybe you're looking at a text yeah people will sort of Back away and leave you alone for a second. Yeah, and then you can kind of back away further, and now there's like ten feet between you and that person, and you're just the <laughs> conversation's over. So there's the fake phone call it doesn't actually have to happen. It's just the, the fake text. Oh, something on my phone, and sometimes yeah. it can be a real text, or it could just be oh, I'm checking Twitter. Yeah. But it looks like I'm looking, and so people will sort of stop talking to you for a second. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the 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 goal is accomplished.
1: It's definitely not like the old days. Now that I have a I have a core group of people that I talk to, so I don't have to concern myself with yeah. getting trapped into dumbass conversations anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, that was part of the old days is that everyone, like, you know, the scene is so much bigger now. Yeah. That people just have their own little groups, their little cliques. Four or five break off, go this way. Four or five break off, go that way. The old days, it was like everyone would go to the bar after the show. Right. The bar across the street or wherever. Now we're stuck together. And then every and so you just, people just pull up a chair at your table, right? Like, what are you doing? I don't know you. I don't Who's this know guy?
1: You? Why am I talking to you?
2: You went I'm on 15th in some
1: tonight, dumbass conversation. Yeah, you know, with some some little young dummy.
2: But it's the way it is now. It's like you know, people just kind of find their three or four friends, and then they just stand in their own little circle. There's like four circles outside, right? Not just the one, right? Um But yeah, I don't. uh Also, I, th- I feel like these days too, because. Especially with open mics, I just swoop in. I just get there at nine o'clock, do my set, mm-hmm. hang out for a half hour, and then leave. That's I don't do usually what I do now. I don't get there early for sign up. But just it, during
1: a week, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go to bed. I gotta get up. I got things to do at midnight. I'll mm-hmm.
2: hang out a bit at Big Hunt in the back corner. You know, yeah. stand in the circle or whatever. But it's not like a whole night for me. I'll leave the house at eight o'clock. Yeah, I had 8:30. a conversation
1: about that with Elena. She was saying how tough it is now for her to to do that. Yeah, to stand in the back. She feels like she has so much. She feels like she does have so much more life experience than these other people. Yeah, she, you know, she's lived in another country. She's been on television shows in other countries. Right, like a major television show in other countries. She's right, she's acted stuff like that. So she's like, she's talking to them, and she's like, ugh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is basically what happens. I said, yeah, try being fifty. That's said, now tack yeah. being fifty on top of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, if if it's a comedy <laughs> talk, it a shot. if it's comedy talk, I'm all <laughs> in. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, just, you know, the, the overlap as far as lives, is yeah. not the same. Plus people when they, when they're younger, they, I think they want to be around younger people. Even right. if you skew younger, I don't right. feel right. You don't two be generations above some of these people. Yeah,
1: you don't want to be around me. I don't want to be around you. So it works I, out. <laughs> I recognize. I'm
2: like, let me just remove myself. Cause I get it. I, I remember that happening. Like the older comic coming. Hey kids. Yeah. Not that I, I don't approach anyone with a, Hey kids. Right. attitude. Right. Right. i I put myself on the same level the same way Tony Woods does actually. Right, yeah. You know, it's he'll not come unusual to, to talk
1: to you all night.
2: But uh I do, I'm kind of aware of that. Like, yeah, hey, let me let me get
1: bouncing all over the place with the conversation. We talked to Tony,
2: it's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> let me just move away from this <laughs> circle. Uh yeah, Tony Woods popped in last week. It wasn't, you know, even though he's He's kind of a vet too he doesn't seem like the a weird like why is the old guy hanging out, yeah, yeah, well but to, I'm aware
1: or of it. is an it old dude trying to talk to some little young girl he's yeah. not he's not doing that,
2: yeah, uh, well, you know the when you're younger, it's like i also see the younger people thing is going on when you're in your twenties you' are still trying on personalities to see which one is going to be yours, so I can kind of see like, oh this is they're going through a part of their lives, and you right. know i' i've I've rather talk to people who've already been th- past that part of their lives. But, um, yeah, fake phone calls. My, yeah, my, my phone battery is still pretty well charged at the end of the night. There you go. <laughs> These days. It's not down to 20% like go. it used to be. Uh,
1: we don't know how the uh, Colin Kaepernick workout has been done. As you guys know, we record on Saturday. It's about to start. So we're keeping up with it. Um, we do know that Colin, Colin's people wanted it to be transparent to the public, and the NFL didn't want to allow that. And now they have decided because they were again getting just getting roasted on social media, so they decided to open it. They moved it to a different location, to open it to the public. So, well,
2: it's supposed to start any minute now, apparently. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some real time updates. Which
1: says a lot about Colin because he's like, I don't give a fuck who sees. Right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who sees. I'm not trying to hide this shit. <laughs> let, let them see. Either I make the good pass or I don't. I don't give a fuck. You know? Yeah. So. People were,
2: there were already, I mean, not, not many, but there were already a couple of protesters out at fuck the them. first there's location. Gonna,
1: there's going to be. Fuck them, Trump voters. Just, fuck just
2: them. Fucking, just don't disrespect my flag. Yeah, fuck them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck
2: them. Don't you got something better to do on a Saturday?
1: No, they do not. <laughs> they do not. What do they got to do? Go buy some more MAGA gear? What do they got to do?
2: I guess. They don't have the new shit. Fuck them. New font.
1: Did you see that dunk that LeBron put down on that dude? Yeah, the last Jesus night Jesus uh, Christ.
2: Seventeenth year in the league.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then stared at him like, Why how did that guy make you mad, dog? <laughs> yeah.
2: How dare you try to block my shot? How dare you play basketball? <laughs> you're being paid. I mean you're supposed to step in and try to block the shot, yeah. right? Yeah, he tried. You get posterized it's because you attempted to play defense. Yeah. That's an tra- admirable he thing.
1: He tried. He tried to set a- he tried to set a pick. It didn't work.
2: <laughs> I mean look, I I'm known for my matador defense. Even on on the playground, but if you're getting paid, you're supposed to step in. I mean, you're, it makes a worse looking poster, but you're supposed to. Oh, it made a bad poster. Taking LeBron's knee to your chest, yeah, is means that you tried that you did your job. That you just and, couldn't uh, block it.
1: What's the kid's name that keeps keeps passing between people's legs? Uh which one? Uh, the young the young kid. He, he's 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 rookie this year. Young young light skinned kid with an afro.
2: Not uh He keeps
1: passing to himself between kids' legs. He's done it like four times now. Oh really? You're not supposed to do he that. He just did it to Ricky Rubio. You're
2: not supposed to do that. He
1: sets him up every time. They he sets him up high. He comes in on the right side of the key. he comes in on the right side of the wing and the right side of the key. Right. He passes between their legs. He runs past them on the right side of the wing, uh-huh. collects his own pass and shoots a J.
2: Like playground shit.
1: Yeah. He's done it four times. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's considered disrespectful, though.
1: At one point, he <laughs> stared down a whole bench. The third time he did, he stared down a whole bench.
2: Someone's <laughs> going to put their knee in his chest.
1: Yeah. He just blows by people. He just blows by. I can't think of a kid's name. He blows by him.
2: I think that's called a nutmeg when you go between Yeah, it is a nutmeg.
1: He's, not, he's nutmegging people. Trey Young. And he's done it four times. Trey Young? Trey Young. There he's you go. He's a second
2: year player. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Trey Young. Is he second year? I thought he was first year. Second year? I no, think this yeah.
2: is his second year. Yeah. He Maybe did, it's his first year, actually. I think his first year. I thought last year was his cause first year. Because
1: nobody thought he was going to do anything.
2: And he's well, he was a great shooter.
1: Fucking lighting it up as a point guard.
2: He was a great shooter, but I don't yeah. know if people thought he had everything else.
1: He got Ricky. They were like, how you let that happen to yourself, Ricky? You know it's coming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Trey Young drafted 2018. Yeah. So this is his second year.
1: Yeah, He, he just puts the – he comes up. He left hands it through, you, through your legs. He runs past you. Collects his own pass and then either he either runs in and lays in or he shoots a J and shoots it. In. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, y'all.
2: <laughs> He's got swag.
1: Yeah. And then he st- he stared down a bench and Yeah.
2: Yeah. The classic young uh yeah young star jacking yeah. up forty footers. And
1: of course the old veterans were like, In my day they wouldn't allow you to do that. shut the <laughs> fuck up with that bullshit.
2: We'd take off your helmet, and hit you with it.
1: Yeah, we'd take off. That's what we do in my day. <laughs> Shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't have done anything. Remember, when Bill Romanowski broke a guy's face in uh, practice and ended his career, and nobody said shit about it.
2: Yeah, who did, Who was that? Was J.J. Stokes or something?
1: Yeah, he he took a helmet off, and he hit him in the face and broke the guy's eye socket. He punched you know, him, right? He hit him with his helmet.
2: Oh, with his helmet, really? Yeah,
1: nobody, nobody said anything about it. Look, either, look, you going to come up here and be on the mic or not? If not, Marcus quiet,
2: Williams. Though. It was Marcus yeah, Williams. He ended, I think, his
1: car- he ended his career. I think he
2: spit in J.J. Stokes' face. Maybe that was yeah, Sean Taylor. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, uh, Romanowski did spit on somebody, too. He spit on somebody.
2: Yeah. Uh, But that wasn't the helmet. Th- that wasn't the punch. Marcus no. Williams was the guy.
1: Hit him with the helmet. Pow. Pow. Broke his face, broke his, like, his jaw, his eye socket, all kinds of shit.
2: Williams blocked Romanowski. Romanowski grabbed Williams by the neck of his jersey. Mm-hmm. Williams disengaged, and then Williams said he raised his arm as if to say it's over. But it wasn't. Romanowski stepped toward Williams and grabbed his face mask. Williams grabbed back before quickly letting go, but Romanowski continued pushing on Williams' helmet so violently that his head jerked back as Williams' helmet flew off and his head recoiled forward. Romanowski's right fist smashed into Was his face. He pulled his helmet off. Yeah. the guy's head then snapped back forward as the punch was coming. So it was like the force of both things meeting. six four two fifty Williams fell to the ground unconscious. left eye socket shattered, tooth chipped, he came to within he came to within seconds, felt blood on his cheek and saw Romanowski standing over him shouting, "Don't ever fucking hold me!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's and this was in practice.
1: yeah, ended his career.
2: And then they had a court case, right? I think so. That's why Marcus Williams sits before 12 jurors who have been forced to pass judgment on the world. Okay, so, yeah, this one went to court. Because the thing with the Steelers last week, yeah, uh, Mason Rudolph, the quarterback, got hit with his own helmet. Right. I think they've decided not to try to press charges.
1: Well, part of me is like, of course you shouldn't have hit him with the helmet. Of course not. Right. But another part of me is like, listen, you pay these guys to be like this. This is how you want them to be. You celebrate them like this. You celebrate them being these violent animals. And then he they act like they act like what you've been paying for all this time, and now you're upset.
2: Well, there's still lines that can't be crossed. I have you know? no doubt about so, that.
1: But at some point, you might you. This is what this is this is what you what you're leading towards. You want them to be violent. You you demand that they be violent. You pay them to be violent. Then occasionally, the violence is going to bubble up like this. It's going to happen.
2: Yeah, it can happen. I mean, the the whole thing. that The quarterback tried to pull. What's his name's helmet off first and then got his own helmet pulled off. Mm-hmm. What's the Miles Garrett, that's the guy's name.
1: I saw Max Kellerman making an argument. Well, he ran at him, so he hit him. Well, if somebody's running at you, barehanded, drop the helmet and punch him in the face. Right. And as we hear from Romanowski, even that has risks, but at least it's a fair fight.
2: Or Kermit Washington.
1: Yeah. That's a fair fight, you know. But that's this is what you want these guys to be. You want them to be these these out of control certain certain positions. Yes, that's what you want.
2: Well, this guy Miles Garrett, the guy who hit the guy with his helmet, he's like the soft spoken. Uh, yeah, he writes poetry. By the way, I
1: think he should be out of league. I don't. I don't think he should be allowed to be in league. I think he should be out of league. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> you know,
2: but he writes poetry. Okay,
1: <laughs> what rhymes with concussion? We don't know what his poetry is.
2: <laughs> we don't know yeah. what he's writing. <laughs> yeah, it might be real dark. It might be the type of shit yeah. that gets he reported if you, if your teacher yeah. finds it.
1: We don't know. All we know is that he writes poetry. You know, I write poetry. That's
2: how a lot of that's how a lot of serial killer stories really? start. Could I
1: read some of it. No,
2: but the teacher is like, I found his book of poetry. <laughs> it was very dark and violent. I reported him. Right, but no one did anything. Ten years later, he killed thirty-four people. Exactly. Yeah, Miles Garrett, Cleveland Browns player good guy good guy. good last night i made a terrible mistake he said i lost my cool and what i did was selfish and unacceptable i know that we are all responsible for our actions and i can only prove my true character through my actions moving forward i want to apologize to mason rudolph my teammate my teammates our entire organization our fans and to the nfl i know i have to be accountable for what happened learn from my mistakes and i fully intend to all right
1: you say so you say so. Yeah. So, you know, I mean the guy's gonna be in the league now and he'll be out of the league for a minute and then he'll be back in.
2: Like Richie Incognito?
1: Yeah. Dude, <laughs> did you see his um his Real Sports?
2: No. He had a the, the recent one?
1: Yeah. He's on Real Sports. They were talking to him. That dude is out of his mind. Isn't he back in the league? Yeah. Yeah. He's out of his mind, dude. He's fucking gone.
2: What's his deal now? He's just crazy just uh, like twitchy eye well,
1: yeah he's weird eyes like his <laughs> eyes are all bright and big and open
2: <laughs> years of painkiller abuse yeah
1: yeah he's out of his mind he's fucking crazy i talk about him being crazy he keeps trying to gloss the shit over what about the thing about wanting to cut your head your dad's head off
2: <laughs> at a funeral home
1: yeah what about that <laughs>
2: you know? I, had a l- I had a little bit of alcohol yeah you know when i get drunk i want to go confiscate heads that's just what i do
1: yeah i want to i
2: some people like to sing karaoke. Or
1: Hicks used to do that joke about being in Oklahoma, sitting sitting in the movie theater in Oklahoma, and you hear something behind you. Yeah. I remember when I cut off a head, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Slushed down in the seat. <laughs> we have any emails?
2: We got a few emails. I actually, got, we got a couple. Well, we got comments. The emails we got were actually from Elton sending me new podcast episodes to post. Okay. He's trying. So I guess I'm st- I guess I'm going to do it. I guess maybe I'll post one over the weekend.
1: Well, the people seem to want to hear
2: him. Because we had the he had good feedback on the previous whatever last week we we listened to his podcast a little bit or we talked about. It. We read the comments. And uh he felt so good about that that he sent me more. Just last night he sent me like two episodes. Maybe we'll play one here in a minute, but we got other eyes. We got some comments. Let's see. Nicole left us a comment. Elton finally getting into a nice rhythm. Please keep it up. I would be a subscriber. There you go. Victor commented, I give up on Popeye's. Missed the first round of chicken sandwiches.
1: Dude, I had one yesterday.
2: So did I. They went the other night, and they were already sold out. Then had to wait more than 20 minutes for a three-piece. Nope. Nope. You gotta find a new Popeyes. This yeah, is that's not, your
1: that's your Popeyes, dude. That ain't pop. Don't put that on Popeyes. Yeah, that's your Popeyes. My
2: Popeyes has stacks of chicken sandwiches up on the rack to the point where they get a little soggy because they've been sitting for too long. Yeah, they're not super fresh lately, but they have stacks. They're not running out. In fact, they have a surplus, and they're happy to sell you chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I don't think they participate in the app though.
1: Yeah, I didn't even use the app. I went. I said, let me go by. And there was a line through the drive. So I parked and went in. Nobody in there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I just walked right up, ordered, ordered two.
2: Yeah. Walked out. I had a line to the door, but it was a lot of teenagers. I think school had just let out. Yeah. At least high school kids. Bad timing on your part. It's a $4 sandwich. Yeah. Bad timing on your part. So they were lined up and they went one at a time. They all, of course, got their own chicken sandwich. You know what they ran out of? Sweet tea. They had no sweet tea left. came
1: out of working out. One day went into the grocery store to buy some stuff. And little fuckers were a bunch of little fuckers were in there walking around. They just got out of school. Yeah, buying fucking candy and nonsense. Like, yeah, ugh.
2: wearing their little jogger sweatpants. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> jogger sweatpants and all Yeezys.
1: Hopeful. Ugh. Some Ultra Boosts. I'm full of hope. <laughs> <laughs> I still have hopes and dreams. That weird flannel ugh.
2: jacket with a hood yeah. thing that they all wear. Yeah, two of them are dressed exactly like. I'm like, are you are you brothers or something? With hopes
1: and dreams in that hell, in that hood.
2: Are you starting an R and B group? <laughs> is that what's going <laughs> on? It's head uh, to toe, same shit.
1: Yeah, you got to get to new Popeyes, dude. That's that's where you're at.
2: Yeah, it's it's plentiful to the point now where I think people the the luster has gone down. I'm seeing people comment left and right like, I had it. I think they changed the recipe. It wasn't that good. It wasn't as good this time. Like, no, you're just a trend hopper. Yeah. What's going on? It, was, it tastes the same to me. Uh, Brooklyn Shoe Babe comments, happy Veterans Day, old Mike B, SP1. I prefer sugar and butter on grits. Sugar water, purple. Butter. And I'm tired of the sugar grits slander. If I'm eating it as a side to scrambled eggs, then a little hot sauce and salt. We still friends, Mike B. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I've never had grits. I can't yeah, well, But I like sugar.
1: You want butter on them.
2: <laughs> but you can't have butter and sugar?
1: No. You put sugar on cream of wheat.
2: <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. So grits have to be butter and salt, I guess.
1: You put butter and sugar on cream of wheat. Okay. You put butter and salt.
2: You don't even have to put salt on grits. Butter is salty.
1: You don't have to put butter on, on grits. Okay. Just put salt. I'm um, saying so you don't have to put salt on grits. Put butter. Just butter and I use cheese. Okay, It's just me being me,
2: but no sugar. No, if you do sugar, is it sugar and salt? It's bad enough I'm married to a white wife. You want me to bring sugar into this equation? <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't no. I never knew about this. <laughs> is it sugar and salt, or is it just no, sugar? Sugar, sugar, butter.
1: Yeah, disgusting sugar.
2: Sugar is <laughs> disgusting. Sugar is, sugar is delicious. Uh, Keith Blair sent us a comment. Forgive me, chicken gods, for I have sinned.
1: <laughs> What'd you do
2: since posting a how-to Andy's sandwich? It appears Cajun Sparkle has been stricken from Connecticut. What the fuck is that? I've accepted whole packets, a whole packet per barbecue sauce, may be gluttonous, and I have since adopted a lighter touch. I've said three hail annies and pray for forgiveness <laughs> in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Biscuit. #Hashtag Mike B pays. Now I don't know. Th- is this whole theme is Popeye's running out of shit? So they Seems ran out of Cajun uh, Sparkle. They
1: were good for me. I didn't I haven't asked for any Cajun sparkle because I like, got my own stash, so I haven't had to ask for any in a while. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I got uh, I asked for it the other day. They had it yesterday. As
1: my stash gets low, I may have to go get some more. Yeah. It's but I'm a, good right now.
2: An excuse to go back to Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I remember when we first started talking about Cajun sparkle. Gregorio couldn't find it in New York. Right. He went right. to multiple different Popeyes, and they were not only not not in stock, but they acted like they didn't know what he was talking about. Like he would ask for Cajun Sparkle yeah. and they were like, huh? what you, wh- I don't know what you're saying. Speak English, goddammit. it.
1: Yeah.
2: Huh? So I don't know. Keith, you might want to tweet at Popeyes. See what they'll tell you. Because they had a whole Cajun Sparkle ad campaign like four months ago. Uh, Raphael sent us a comment. His comments are always a little bit longer. Um, Here we go. I disagree on the Bill Gates analogy. Nobody is coming for his $100 billion in a snap. It's the propaganda machine, especially out to get Elizabeth Warren through some panic mode, pushing this narrative. The likes of Bill, the the likes of Bill, are to pay higher taxes, but not lose all his money—not even close to—in ten to twenty-five years. The sympathy for billionaires needs to stop. When, I just have empathy for all humans, actually. Needs to stop when they are in no way or shape. Close to losing their money and not even with Warren as president. She's a former Republican, she's smart and an economist. Why would she take all the money from billionaires in an economy where such news can tank the economy? Wall Street and its billionaires love to cry wolf. It's high time we call their bluff. Bill Gates got mad tax returns thanks to Trump. So it's only fair that he pays for the programs that President Warren intends to execute himself and others in his club. Oh, I was at the Veterans Day. Par- it's a, a changed subject. I was at the Veterans Day parade in New York City, and Orange Face supporters showed up in the hundreds. In their hundred, the higher crowd wasn't up to a hundred. Man, it was painful and hilarious at the same time. Seeing the ol- the one black dude in his MAGA hat, looking like he was a trap rapper, and the <laughs> Bernie supporters, white, fell for his stunts and poses uh, for photogra- pose- posing photographs with him. A media ally that I suspect was one of those right-wing ones was interviewing him, and he kept going on about no racism, all love, had zero to say about veterans or their issues. Jesus Christ. It was obvious he was not a veteran, but just a hire to add diversity to the Trumpites. Then Chinese for Trump, only one man and his son or nephew. I was about to say, is that a thing? Chinese for Trump. (laughs) Jews for Trump that looked like the poorest and dirtiest Jewish people that I ever saw. All of them coming to eat our free food. I was matching... I was matching with... Is it I-A-V-A? What brand is it? What is that? I-A-F-A? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had to get the cops to chase them away after they wouldn't leave our tent and food. Finally, there was the husband and wife with the pardon Roger Stone... And Epstein didn't kill himself.
1: Well, Roger Stone's going to jail.
2: He might get pardoned. <laughs> yeah. Um, Epstein's dead either way.
1: He's going to get pardoned, yeah. but he doesn't get sentenced until like February. Yeah. are going to let him to be out until February too.
2: Uh, whether uh, Epstein killed himself or someone else killed him, whoever killed him is getting away with it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they're getting away with a lot of shit. I was glad when they were removed from our section. I felt sorry for them for like two minutes. Just thought that you guys might find my Veterans Day reporting interesting. Hope Golden Corral was much better. You know, I don't know if Mike B. went. He didn't post any pictures from Golden Corral.
1: No, I don't think he did.
2: I don't Yeah, he didn't talk about it. I don't know. It's free food for veterans that day.
1: He's He's in uh, Church of Satire this weekend. Yeah, I
2: talked to him. He called me on my way here, and uh, he said last night was good. It was a small crowd, but good. It was like nine people in the crowd, but a good nine.
1: Come away. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: And tonight he's going back. Saturday's crowds are usually a little bigger. It, yeah. It's just one show each night. And I think different openers from one night to the next. <laughs> right. So, Because I was asking, I was like, maybe I'll try to go do that spot one of these right. days. I, I thought like, about it. it? What
1: was I'm it pay? Like, and what's I don't want to go down there and do that shit. I thought about it. I worked with the guy.
2: Yeah. The guy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met that guy. The Church of Satire guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Raphael, the uh, the billionaire slander, um, I, I'm just, you know, I'm sticking up for billionaires, man. They're not all... Are they inherently evil people? Are they? I don't know.
1: I think in order to be a billionaire, uh, corners have been cut. Maybe. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. Maybe it's possible. And corners have been cut in order to.
2: But in order to be a guy who has half a billion, probably the same
1: corners have been cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, corners have been cut.
2: So I don't know. It's to uh,
1: wealthy to have generational wealth. You cut some corners.
2: I feel like that there. there's a bit of a broad brush with billionaires. Uh, to characterize them that way, all of them, and also uh, there is this other thing that's going on. Raphael kind of touched on it, and the, you know they're going to have their money. They're going to have ten billion dollars yeah. left. They're going to have twenty billion dollars left. Yeah, What's gonna be, the big deal? You're going to be plenty fine. But at the same time, that people on the left are saying you're going to have some billions. Other people on the left are saying billionaires should be outlawed. Yeah, which means you're not going to have some billions. Yeah, but so no
1: one's listening to the billionaires should be outlawed. People, you can't. How do you outlaw somebody from making a billion dollars?
2: You, you you cap income, I guess, yeah, or you, you cap. That'll wealth. never happen. So, so it's kind of like the the some people are like, look, we have on the left, we just want some reasonable right gun control measures, background checks, and there's other people on the left going, confiscate them, take right. them all, and it's like, you know, the the messages don't always match up, but there are people on the left who are saying banish billionaires and then the people who are reacting are reacting to the left who say a
1: lot of people on the left who said jill stein should be president too remember that right (laughs) right
2: she's not beholden to the corporate power structures (laughs) and i think the people who are sticking up for billionaires might be responding to the no one should be allowed to be a billionaire crowd as opposed to the you'll still have 20 billion crowd you know so it's two different things going on uh ryan sent us a comment I tried the chicken sandwich a while back and thought it was too salty. Maybe you're too salty, right? Maybe Ryan.
1: you're too salty. <laughs> Maybe you're, you're the salty, salty. one. Salty. Salty. Put some
2: sugar in your grits. You're the
1: one salty. <laughs> Sit down. I mean, you should drink some water. <laughs> uh,
2: that reminds me of this old guy. I'll get back to this comment in a second. Years ago at Wise Acres Comedy Club, open mic days, there was this weird old dude. Not like an old veteran comic, just a weird old guy, tattered briefcase with papers sticking out of it. He started; he used to hand people paperwork. Like, I've been lobbying Congress for things, and I got several bills passed. He was just a fucking nutcase. <laughs> and um, then he actually got out, gone on stage a few times, and he was doing all these like homophobic jokes, these gay jokes. Yeah. And then, Mike Diesel, <laughs> after like the next week the guy came to sign up again and Mike Deals was like, no, you can't, you're not getting on this show. You, last week we went up there and just doing all this homophobic stuff. You can't do the show anymore. You not, I'm not going to put you on stage anymore. And then that dude took too long of a pause. And after like five seconds of silence, he just goes, Maybe you're a fag. (laughs) That was his retort. (laughs) Maybe you're salty. (laughs) But that was like a running joke for a long time amongst us comics because we all died laughing about how that was he loaded up for that. It was like a pregnant pause.
1: This is going to be this is going to be the cutting remark.
2: Yeah, this fucking weird old half crazy guy This is going to be the thing. (laughs) So that was something we'd always quote that like maybe you're maybe maybe you're a fag. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) Okay. All right. uh, Right this way, sir. There's the exit. Uh, Ryan says the chicken sandwich when he tried it a while back was too salty, but I chalked it up to my Popeye's being kind of janky. Well, I went yesterday and grabbed um, grabbed one for me and the wife, and it's killing all other chicken sandwiches. There you go. That was the Popeye's you went to. Even the gay-hating Jesus chicken. (laughs) So uh, there you go. Maybe you just had a bad experience the first time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, I got two yesterday. I got one for me, one for the queen. Yeah. No line. Yeah. I got her the spicy. Yeah. Because she likes mayonnaise. Obviously, she's what.
2: Do you ask for no mayo? Uh, yeah. I so they have, no the mayo. Yeah, they have a special make it. If they have a stack some, waiting, they Yeah, have just to, some no mayo. Yeah.
1: Just fucking get in there with a knife and scrape it off. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I put my barbecue sauce on.
2: Or you could just take me off yourself. I yeah,
1: guess. put my barbecue sauce on. Yeah, I didn't put my cheese on like I usually do. I wanted to get right to it. Just right, put my barbecue sauce on, and uh, she took a bite of. It. She was like, "It's too so spicy."
2: <laughs> the spice, the regular spicy yeah. sandwich is too like, spicy. It's
1: too spicy. Oh my really? god. Oh man, yeah. I, I,
2: that's, I thought Popeyes would be spicier than that because it's yeah. Popeyes. Yeah, everything is spicy there. Yeah, the Cajun rice is spicy.
1: Yeah, I don't eat the spicy chicken.
2: Me either. I go with mild.
1: Because because. Cajun Sparkle.
2: Yeah. Well, also, I like the flavor of the mild better. Right. The spicy seasoning, I think the, the mild, mild has seasoning on it. Yeah. I like that. It's it's kind of salty, actually. Right. Um, but I like the way the mild tastes better. And, yeah, you can just sparkle it up. Uh, hey, we got a comment from Mike B. There you go. <laughs> Commenting to the previous comment about grits. He says, it's the only way to eat grits, period, LOL. you
1: some awesome sinners. I don't know what your what y'all's problem is.
2: <laughs> Maybe you're a. Fake. <laughs> um, we got a comment from. Because I'm not I'm not saying that f word yeah, seriously. You know don't, you know what it don't Shane Gillis me. I was talking about a guy who was being wrong. Okay, you
1: know what it is.
2: Um, we got a comment from Asia. Hey, three G O, Mister Pickles and Mrs. Jars. Uh, none of the above today. I just came from Popeyes this is like a theme we should just have an email category called Popeyes Popeyes. I just came from Popeyes so I figured I add my two cents about the chicken sandwich of course number one it's definitely just as good the second time around as it's officially ranked above Chick-fil-A as the number one chicken sandwich on the market right now number two my boyfriend introduced me to the grand idea this is a new one of putting honey on the spicy sandwich
1: here we go here we go. It Here changed
2: go. the game. Here we go. I
1: can't How have much it. much honey? Just I a little bit of honey?
2: I don't Here know. We go. You got to So
1: Popeye's honey, does Popeye's do honey for their biscuits? They
2: used to. I don't know if they still have it.
1: Huh.
2: Um, but you get the spicy and the sweet. Popeye's does go. have a sauce called sweet heat. Yeah, they do. But if you get that on your Here spicy you chicken sandwich, you're adding spice to spice. Right. And sweet. So maybe get sweet heat Here sauce and get a mild sandwich. Go
1: over to chicken. You can go over and ch- take a fried chicken and get some honey. They,
2: they do McDonald's it. used to have the honey for their nuggets yeah. in the old in the old days. Okay, so Asia says it changed the game. I can't have it any other way. The sweet and spicy combo is delectable. Point number three: Have you ever made a half and half at Popeyes? I usually get the lemonade, and I agree with what y'all said about the, the being sugar crack sweet, I, the sweet the sweet tea. Yeah, but squishy. if you ask for the chilled lemonade and the mix in the iced tea, and oh, okay, so you do a little Was it Arnold Palmer? Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, yeah, Arnold Palmer. Mix in the iced tea. The tartness of the lemonade cuts the sweetness of the tea a bit, and because the lemonade
1: isn't that sugar and sugar.
2: Or do you get unsweetened tea? Well, unsweetened. What are you doing? I don't know. Um, No, I think you get lemonade and sweet tea, but the tart of the lemonade. Yeah. Ask for the chilled lemonade. They have like a. Mine just has lemonade out of the fountain. Yeah. All right. Well, they might have a different thing going on. cuts the sweetness of the tea a bit and because the lemonade doesn't come with ice since it's already chilled it cools down the warm tea and you maximize your beverage pleasure there's all kinds of life hacks going on by having a cup full of liquid and no ice anywho thanks for all the work you put in into the show I'm no gang gang member but I ain't no freeloader either it's
1: a lot of work we we work a lot with Popeyes
2: yeah you know. I might try the sweet heat but uh, do I get a mild sandwich with sweet heat I don't know I don't know if I'm ready. To, I've only had three of these sandwiches. I don't know if I'm ready to experiment yet.
1: Uh, for me, it's barbecue. You put that barbecue sauce on there, it's over.
2: I'm not branching out just yet. I think I'm going with the standard, spicy chicken, Cajun sparkle. But the sweet heat intrigues me, or just honey. Maybe I'll just get some honey. I don't know if they have it at Popeyes.
1: You can get honey at a store. You can get honey at any store. Yes. Yeah. How much? I don't
2: have any honey the at home.
1: The Packets that they have at KFC are probably perfect. Yeah. But I ain't fucked with KFC in so long.
2: Yeah, I've, I don't even. I guess there's one near me. I've never been in there. It's a KFC Pizza Hut uh, or not Pizza Hut Taco Bell combination. Last comment on my pancakes says. By the way, people put honey on their pancakes. On my pancake says I kind of feel like Mike B's status as SP one was cemented in this episode. Engaging in war is one thing. But sitting up in front of two grown-ass men and asking, quote, can you break down hymen?" <laughs> is a level of courage few will ever possess. We salute you, OMB. He's
1: cr- he's comfortable with us.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look, sometimes you don't know about things. Yeah. You know? He's comfortable with us. You get to be a certain age, you're like, I'm just going to ask.
1: He's comfortable with us, and he's comfortable without going out over the air. <laughs> yeah.
2: My move is to Google it. <laughs>
1: He was away from his phone,
2: but that's what I do. I just go I need to know what a Hyman is. I'm gonna find out. I'm not gonna ask people I don't know how to spell it. That's to you know how to spell. It. I think he had a misspelling is where, where that yeah. started. I think it started with him with his misspelling of hyman uh that's all the comments, and in fact, we i don't even know if we got any tweets this he week. He
1: was spelling h i m a n man.
2: I think he had h e y like yeah. hey, hey man <laughs> hey <dude>. hey man. <laughs> Hey man! Oh, we did get a comment from uh, Keith Blair. uh, Because Rod, shout out Black Eye Who Tips podcast, just said just once I was the sexiest man woman alive would go to some random non-famous person no one knows about. This year it's Raheem, the physical trainer from the Main Street Planet Fitness. I I posted Raheem, and uh, he posted a picture of this dude. The lady swooned. (laughs) Uh, Well, Keith Blair said, and his pet kangaroo Roger. (laughs) <laughs> with that picture.
1: <laughs> Very
2: funny. Keith for the win. Roger, by the way, is deceased.
1: Yeah, Roger is deceased, but he was swole.
2: I wonder <laughs> if they bred Roger. Does, are there any, like, of Roger's Oh,
1: Roger key? got some. I'm <laughs> sure of that. They, they didn't have them. To. Roger took care of himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, is that, do they have breeding? I don't think they need breeding programs for, yeah. like, captive. Not for Roger. Captive breeding programs for <laughs> kangaroos, because they're out in the wild. They're not endangered or anything. But, yeah, Roger, this is a. I mean, look at that picture. Yeah, Roger swole. <laughs> look at that. He'll headlock you to sleep. <laughs> he will headlock you to sleep. But in the picture, it's like he knows. Yeah. <laughs> he knows that he's he will special. He'll headlock you to sleep. <laughs> well, you know what? We all die, right, Roger? There you Doesn't go. matter how you look when you're alive. There you go. Where are we at, Andy? <laughs> uh, 36 minutes. By the way, John Legend. Uh, I never would have pegged him for Sexiest Man Alive.
1: He's getting clowned in his own house. I know. (laughs) His wife
2: is clowning him. Is he a guy that women swooned over? No. I mean, he could sing. I get that. Let
1: me tell you something. Do you think, let's say they picked Jason Momoa, who they've never picked, by the way. Right. You think he'd be getting clowned in his wife and his house by his wife? No, his no. wife'd be like, "Yeah, I know." Lisa
2: Bonet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, Lisa Bonet would probably be like, "I don't read magazines." Yeah, I can see. I've that. never heard of this peep people. She, Is it like, people? I gotta go.
1: I gotta go ride my donkey or whatever the fuck she does with it. Yeah,
2: she's <laughs> she's uh, arranging her beads. Yeah, <laughs> whatever she's, she's doing. He's getting
1: clown in his own home we on on good up dc we called it a win for regular face dudes everywhere
2: yeah like is he i mean i've never heard him on anyone's like top five list it's a win for he's a win for
1: regular face guys i don't even know how he makes that list who who pitched him in that room i don't know i I mean (laughs) who who was the guy who who was the woman who pitched him and and everybody looked at and was like what and then they just let it keep going and then it gained, it gained momentum and a groundswell behind it as they pitched it.
2: Let's get like a regular guy.
1: Because yeah. well, who was last year? First I mean, of all, he has an got, so he's really not a regular guy. Right. But sexy is supposed to be, to me, is about just... Oh, bucks. you know what? i be honest here. <laughs> I'm
2: looking at past sexiest men alive. Fucking Blake Shelton got it last year.
1: That's the thing. See, he's the wild card. All right. He was the one that led to Idris. Because right. he was the one everybody was like, what the Two fuck? Year, yeah. man?
2: Two years ago, it was Blake Shelton.
1: And then it was next year, and then it was like, you know, Idris Elba's walking this earth. Right. And, you know, even men were like, are you fucking serious with this? Yeah. Blake Shelton? I mean, Blake Shelton.
2: I guess he can sing. I don't know. Is <laughs> that
1: Blake Shelton? You know, he's got a pretty wife.
2: Okay, so they have. All right, I'm looking at the entire list now. Last year was Idris Elba. Elba. Blake Shelton before that before that Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. David Beckham. All right. Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Adam Levine from Maroon Five. I think Boom. What's that about? I've heard women (laughs) swoon over him though. I mean I guess. I've literally never heard a woman say weighs ten pounds. Oh, fucking John legend. Yeah, I've also never
1: heard say that about Blake Shelton.
2: (laughs) No, not at all. Never heard it. Uh Channing Tatum.
1: Yeah, I've seen that I've heard that.
2: Now we're back to 2011. Bradley Cooper. Definitely heard that. Ryan Reynolds. Heard that. Johnny Depp. Heard that. Hugh Jackman. Heard that. Matt Damon. Heard uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, I mean, Affleck I've heard that about.
1: Yeah, not so much Matt Damon. Maybe after the, when the Bourne movies came out.
2: Yeah, he was kind of jacked up. This this was 2007. <laughs> yeah, yeah. George Clooney. Yeah, definitely. Matthew McConaughey. Of course. Jude Law. Uh,
1: yeah. I've I heard that. I've heard that. I heard women. Dapper. Say. I'm going by what I've heard women say. So.
2: Johnny Depp the first time. Yeah,
1: Johnny Depp again. 03.
2: Ben Affleck. There's. Oh, he was 02. Yeah, okay. Pierce Brosnan.
1: Yeah, he had a huge run.
2: All the James Bond guys. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt the second time was 2000. Yeah. First well, that's time was not 95. even a question. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a question. He could just get it every year. It's like Jordan not winning MVP yeah, every that's year. That's not even a question. So can we just get someone else. Um, Richard Gere. Yeah. Harrison Ford. Uh huh. George Clooney the first time. Obviously. Denzel for the one and only time in ninety six. Yeah,
1: that's that's ridiculous. Of Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um
2: Brad Pitt the first time in ninety five. We're back to ninety five. Keanu Reeves. Uh huh. Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford, sexiest couple alive in ninety three.
1: Interesting. Must have been around the time they made the Hooker movie.
2: Yeah. Here's the here's a wild card. Nineteen ninety two. Nick Nolte. <laughs> What? I mean, if you like your sexy with a side of bourbon, what, what is <laughs> he was? I like my sexy to smell with a bourbony smelling breath. <laughs> he was fifty one at the time. This <laughs> was old sloppy Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte was there like a young dashing Nick Nolte that he
1: had a he had a funny run though where he was yeah. like he was like that guy like that funny older bourbony uncle. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, they this, this said he was fifty one in nineteen ninety two. Very very successful man i guess so he's in his late 70s now nick nolte yeah is he he's alive yeah he had a he had a good run oh, yeah. nick nolte at 51 he's the <laughs> oldest no he's not the oldest harrison like, ford got it at 56
1: i like my bourbon to have have it i like my sexy to have bourbon smelling breath
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just it's for some reason he's always in a saloon
1: yeah <laughs> a, a saloon, not a bar no a saloon a saloon those
2: doors <laughs> swing open there's smoke everywhere <laughs> Uh, before Nick Nick Dolan had to he had to follow Patrick Swayze.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, tough. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) ninety one. This is Dirty Dancing. That's
1: Dirty Dancing Swayze. I mean, not
2: not long after that. Yeah, Uh, Tom Cruise, nineteen ninety. Obviously, only time he's gotten it. That's a little odd too.
1: Yeah, he's another one who can make it. Probably at least two, two maybe three.
2: Eighty nine, the oldest person ever on the list, Sean Connery. Yeah, I guess no
1: uh, um no um.
2: Lisa first, and no Lenny Kravitz. No Lenny Kravitz. John F. Kennedy Jr. at age 27. No Lenny Kravitz, no... Uh, Harry Hamblin, Mark Harmon, and in the first one, in 1985, a 29-year-old Mel Gibson. Huh. Yeah. And mostly, yeah, it says... Man, the,
1: here we are with John Legend.
2: Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know. They had one sexiest woman alive? <laughs> Wait a no, minute.
1: they've done Sexiest Woman. Uh, in, Des-
2: in December 2014, People selected its first and only Sexiest Woman Alive. No later People Sexiest Women of the Year were announced. Cindy Crawford alongside Richard Gere have been declared Sexiest Couple on October 19, 1993. The Sexiest Woman Alive in December of 2014 was Kate Upton at age uh, 22. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you could have done a little better than that. <laughs> She might not even be, she was not even probably the top five sexiest Kates. Yeah. She was with Kates. <laughs> they should just have a category sexiest Kate. <sighs> uh, Kate Beckinsale. Who are the Kates? There's got to be more Kates.
1: Oh, there's plenty of Kates. We just don't know them because Kate's not a real name you're, <laughs> you're checking for.
2: Phoebe Kates. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just go the other way with it. It's not a real name you're checking for.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd be curious if the listeners would let us know. Have you swooned over John Legend? All all the female listeners, because I've literally and never... And not his singing voice. Right, just him as being him. a sexy guy. Is he on your top five list, top ten list? I've literally never heard a woman include John Legend on her list. Or Black Shell, but, you know, that was two years ago. That's old news. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. Kate Upton. Kate Upton, sexiest <laughs> woman alive. I mean, look at that dude. Look at John Legend. I mean, he's
1: just a dude, regular faced guy.
2: Right. Looking like Leon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's just like a regular dude. <laughs> he's a regular guy.
1: He looks like us. He looks like he could just be with us.
2: Yeah. Hey, I'm you just know. here. I'm here to sing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> welcome to Potbelly. Uh Yeah. <laughs> got an amp set up for you. Go yeah, ahead. We got and an amp in. set
1: up for you. Fantastic. What's your name, John? If you get a sandwich later. Uh, <laughs> tell him what you want. <laughs> a good side yeah you can get extras
2: it's fine yeah all right john see you later buddy <laughs> have a good time <laughs> yeah uh i mean i know chrissy Teigen was a model so he got a model i guess he's model wife hot whatever that means but i don't
1: know i don't see it i'm gonna i'm gonna say an unpopular opinion here yeah i don't find chrissy Teigen that attractive
2: i think she's kind of weird looking <laughs>
1: I don't. I guess. I guess in the three guys on uh, universe, it's not that weird of a statement to make. She
2: doesn't make I my find, list. I don't find her attractive. She's good on Twitter. She is She's good on got Twitter. a lot of personality. She's funny.
1: Yeah. I don't find her that attractive. I think her smile is weird. I don't find her that attractive.
2: But uh, sometimes with models, it's about first of all they have that prime, mm-hmm. and then when they're like starving themselves and it's they're they feel terrible. Also, photogenic is different than. You know, just attractive sometimes. She might take a great picture. Right. Chrissy Teigen, age 33. Mm. Now I'm looking up pictures of Chrissy
1: Teigen. I do
2: <laughs> so that So if they were the sexiest couple alive, we'd be outraged. Oh, my God.
1: I'd be losing <laughs> my mind. <laughs>
2: I'd be losing my mind. You know what? This
1: is a Travis Shamocracy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if this is some kind of Photoshop, but tell me they don't look alike in this picture.
1: They do look a lot alike. That's not a thing. No, it's not. It's not a Photoshop. They look, they're going to be married for a million years. They look exactly alike.
2: They look very similar. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very close.
1: Yeah. They look a lot alike. (laughs) Could be part of the reason why I don't find that attractive. I don't know what to tell you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, look at that picture. They're fucking twins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If their child doesn't look just like them, then someone yeah, it, fucked around. It's a problem. <laughs> it's
1: a, it's a problem.
2: Which this one kid was... looks like
1: Blake Shelton?
2: Uh oh. <laughs> he is pretty sexy
1: though.
2: <laughs> so anyway, that's the. Uh, those are all the emails. We got sidetracked. Those are the emails, comments, tweets.
1: Thank you so much for those.
2: Um, what were we going to talk about? We had the. Uh, I don't know what. To do oh, that? we talked about the Hyman thing. This is the story. Something Irv, on my mind. Irv Gotti. Oh yes, fucking. Okay. Dude. Irv Gotti did a pod. Irv Gotti, CEO of Murder Inc. Yeah. <laughs> did right a off the right off
1: the bat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> CEO of uh, of Destruction uh, LLC. Irv Gotti is standing by his take on Ti's controversial pr- parenting choices, is the Hyman thing, and the Murder Inc. Honcho has a confession of his own involving his daughter's boyfriend and a handgun. Irv was on TMZ Live Monday and revealed how his birds and bees chat went with his daughter Angie and more importantly with her boyfriend. Basically, he says he he sat her down for the talk. The way Irv tells it, he's simply reminding the young man about the importance of always being respectful when he decided to emphasize the point by pulling out a gun. Again, just jokes. Well, sounds like he made his point. Irv said the guy has been nothing but respectful toward his Angie during their eight years together.
1: Well, that's what you want. People to be afraid.
2: And he also has a relationship with Irv. Okay. So what I wasn't clear on, did he have the talk with the daughter's boyfriend, like the the sex talk?
1: I don't know what it was. Respect my daughter, I'll shoot you. <laughs> I guess so. Was that, was that the conversation?
2: Hey, listen, uh, I'm going to tell you straight up. There's audio of this. I'm going to tell you straight up. Uh,
1: ridiculous i don't
2: know if you know who i am i'm ceo of a little company you might have heard of called uh, murder inc murder's in the title yeah we've uh here we go.
1: ridiculous
3: i think i can speak for most men okay. and most men like ti myself and everything who maybe have been with a lot of women or whatever right what so the last thing we want is to think our daughter is gonna be with look i
2: fuck a lot let me
3: just before we start
2: talking about (laughs) you know talking to your kids about sexual health yeah (laughs) i'm not a player but i crush a lot you know what i mean
3: (laughs) guys like us and things guys like 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 us. us it's common to think that but what i did not speaking for anyone else but myself like, I told Angie when we had the talk and her boyfriend came over and I met her boyfriend and, you know, you go through that. But, like, I'm a realist. I may get backlash for this, but I told my daughter when we had the talk or birds and be bees, I, I keep it real with my kids. Like, I don't lie to my kids. So I told her, sex feels good. That's you you it. told you her that. going to feel you, good. I'm sure you
1: told your kid there was a Santa Claus. So yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah.
2: And so far, he hasn't done anything egregious. And you have you know. lied
1: to your children, but that's another whole other story. Go ahead. <laughs> right. You lie to your children all the time. People, you live lying to your children. You lie to your children constantly. It's not even, yeah. it's not even, I, I keep it real, no, you don't. You lie to your kids
2: constantly. Can so we have McDonald's? Up. McDonald's is actually closed. Yeah. You lie to your kids what? constantly. What? A, that's a constant
1: <laughs> of parenthood is lying to your children.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> but I was like, yo, just make sure it's respectful. Make sure thing, things may work out. Things may not work out. It happens. You know what I'm saying? And I told her boyfriend, just, you know, always be respectful. Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Can I ask you, so you actually sat the boyfriend down and had a talk with him?
3: It was funny, because... I pulled a gun out on him. I shouldn't say that. Oh, oh my, wait, God. No, oh no, my wait, God. Wait, wait, wait. I was wait, only
0: joking! I was Irv, joking! Buddy,
2: Irv, oh, the old show. joke gun. Oh, I was Irv, joking.
3: I was about to say, wow, well, no. this is a great.
2: Did a little banner unfurl that said, bang, <laughs> was it one of those guns.
3: But, but, Squirted but water. I have a great relationship <laughs> with her boyfriend. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you do. She's been with her boyfriend for like eight years. I really like the guy. The moral of the story is for parenting and even for all guys that's protective of, of their daughters is yeah. like, yo, man, it's it's going to happen. Swallow the pill. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just accept it one. and just love and trust your daughter that she's going to make the right decisions. All right.
1: So,
2: <laughs> so okay. So, look, I, I've never had a child. um, I've never had to talk anything about a, a serious topic with a child, but this happens Every now and then with, like, a prom date, thing, some guy in the all South. All the time, every like, year. This is my little message to all my daughter suitors, and he's got a That's, shotgun. This is he's,
1: exactly how they sound, by the way.
2: <laughs> he's got all the suitors. Gentlemen, stand in line.
1: Ridiculous shit.
2: How many gentlemen are there? 11? All right, I got 12 rounds. That's
1: ridiculous. Spit out somewhere.
2: But he pulls a gun out, like, in front of the boyfriend, of too? he
1: did. Well, he was joking, Andy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He was, what's the joke? I'm gonna shoot you.
1: Yeah, that's the, yeah, ha ha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're dead. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing. Maybe you're gonna die. So
1: funny. So <laughs> funny. Fuck out of here.
2: Man. I mean, he started off strong. Like, look, I'm real with him. I tell him, sex feels good. You're gonna want to do it. Just be responsible. Whatever. That's fine. Right, I mean, you're supposed to. You're supposed to is it fine? You're supposed to, I guess, explain to them, get consent, and all those things. I don't. I never got the talk. I don't know. <laughs> I never received I never that talk. Any
1: type of a talk either.
2: I didn't get any talk. There were no guns in the house. Maybe if there was a gun in the house, I would have gotten the talk.
1: Here's a video a live stream of Kaepernick's workout.
2: Oh, they're showing it. <laughs> oh, just standing around right now. <laughs> this is Kaepernick demonstrating his kneel. Yeah, so I think the whole uh good. the whole the whole gun thing. Like how old did, I guess he didn't say how old the daughter is, but they've been together for eight years. Yeah. Him and uh, so I guess it worked out, you know, whatever, but are you plugging in for the oh never mind. No, I'm just plugging like, in Yeah. <laughs> so what is the proper way to um threaten your child? <laughs>
1: To, i don't know i'm not gonna do it so you, it's gotta to be something
2: you gotta be stern and like you gotta set some rules and boundaries yeah, about it
1: wave a wave a gun in her face shoot the fuck you good you know <laughs> <so> you <laughs> clench, with clenched teeth you even think about it i'll blow your fucking brains out you know right. some shit like that
2: right you come in this Smart house the shit out you you come in this house pregnant you better pack your bags and leave i'm kicking Stupid. you out
1: goddamn ridiculous you don't own. you don't own that little girl Right. On her way to being a woman. You don't own her. And that's what you want to teach her. So then this, she'll allow some other some man to do this to her later on in life. That's exactly what, right. that's that's exactly what you want to model for your daughter. That's good. That's smart.
2: All that's gonna happen if you instill fear is she'll just hide things from you. Because she'll be afraid to tell
1: what, you what, Andy. Hide things.
2: She'll be afraid to talk to you. Are you
1: crazy? That's not how that. That's not real, Andy. Hey, man. No. Parents
2: lie to their kids. Kids what, lie
1: to. What? <laughs> Nobody hides stuff. Parents don't hide. Kids don't hide things from their parents. You're out of your talk. They'll crazy. still
2: do it, but they'll hide it because no, they're they won't. Afraid. That's crazy
1: talk, Andy. They'll tell their parents. They won't do it because they'll be too afraid. That's they're crazy
2: afraid talk. of you and your arsenal. That's
1: crazy talk. <laughs> hide yeah. stuff. Didn't
2: he go to jail? Is he allowed to have guns? <laughs> <laughs> What's his? I thought he went to jail. Didn't he go to jail? <laughs> Is he out? Is that what it is?
1: I got the Disney Plus yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah.
2: You ain't got it yet? No, I don't know if I'm going to. How much is it?
1: That's why she's hollering about Roku. Oh yeah. Well, here's how they get you, which is I think is a good is a good thing. It's six and some change monthly. Yeah. Or you can just pay seventy dollars for the year. Okay. So I was just like, well, fuck it. Do
2: they have like a free trial period?
1: Yeah, it's like a month.
2: Okay. Can you get everything in that trial? Like, if you want to yeah. watch, oh, they Mandalorian? let you watch everything. Okay. They
1: also have an up tier too that has some other shit on there. I don't care about the up tier. That was like 12 bucks a month and like 85 a year. Yeah. And I don't care about the up up tier.
2: Oh, Irv got a money laundering indictment and acquittal. See, he didn't go to jail for nothing violent. Like 2003 investigation. Went in
1: jail, cl- he went to jail on some white man shit. Yeah. He didn't go to jail for nothing violent.
2: Including a raid on the Manhattan offices of Murder Inc. resulted in charges of I don't money know if you laundering.
1: You don't really call it Murder Inc. You call it White Crime Inc. Yeah.
2: White Collar Inc. There you go. Money laundering. <laughs> <laughs> call it Whiteout.
1: Whiteout Inc. Uh,
2: you know. Being keep... brought against Gotti and his brother Christopher in connection with alleged financial transactions associated with New York City drug kingpin Kenneth Supreme McGriff.
1: Well that sounded like he was just they were using his money to finance Murder Inc.
2: I think they were laundering his money yeah. through their company. Yeah. And then on December second, two thousand five, a jury acquitted the brothers of all charges. Okay, yeah, so he, yeah, was, he was acquitted on the money laundering. Okay, so not so bad. Yeah. He probably just walked into court waving a gun, like Look, yeah. ha, 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 joking, but uh, joking. Ha, ha, but ha, you ha, know, if you don't let me off, you gotta be respectful. That's my daughter. ha, it's my company, Murder Inc. You know, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a subsidiary though of uh, of, of Torture and sons. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's all. That's all we're into. Abu Ghraib, we did that. That was us, Murder Inc. Torture and sons.
1: Yeah, that Disney that looks all right, man. It's got every fucking Disney movie on there.
2: I saw people talking about it, and I'm like, I don't know.
1: And I was watching I've already watched. I'm on the second episode of The Mandalorian. It's good.
2: Jimmy Merritt posted a. He's not super thrilled with it just yet,
1: but what, Disney or The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I liked it. It's, it's Jimmy. He's thoughtful. Yeah. Well, Jimmy's way deeper into that world than I'll yeah. ever be. So, yeah. <laughs> anybody's gonna know Jimmy. By the way, for those who have listened to us break down Black Panther, Jimmy was here with us when we broke down the Black Panther.
2: Yeah, he's a comic book guy, Dungeons it's and Dragons deep, guy, deep comedian, in the world. World. Yeah, also deep in a
1: good comic, good dude. Yeah, deep in that world. So, and if uh, I could see where I don't know what to, t- I might have to talk about the mandalorian with him a little bit
2: The thing is i've never seen a disney movie in my life like what the animated ones yes you have Come no on, man we didn't watch them. <laughs> why not i don't know we didn't watch him like what are the what are the classic lion king never saw it
1: uh, a bambi lion king never saw bambi um fuck song in the Oh, he didn't
2: see song, in the D- song. Th- that's the racist what's that mind. what if that's the only one i saw <laughs> <laughs> i was like well they can't top this <laughs> i'm out i'm done <laughs> Song of the South didn't see.
1: By the way, they decided not to. I don't know if they put it on the on it or they, they didn't put it on
2: it. I, b- I put the article here. They're I, putting warnings on.
1: Uh, yeah. Randy, there's like a super good picture of you and your brother. Is not Well, my wife is hollering shit out at us.
2: Oh, that's the wedding pictures? Wedding pictures. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: it's um, funny
1: because they had to sit in a room and decide, are we going to put this racist shit up or not? I'm like, well, yeah. oh, don't put the shit up.
2: The old oh, that episodes. Oh, of us. Yeah, I'm in the bag. we cut
1: me out. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, yeah, you would, like, you can crop it. Well, send me that. Send it to me. Well, I have them all down. I'll
2: oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you can crop it out. Picture. Yeah,
1: send it to me. It's a good picture.
2: He had a professional. This was this was a recent.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. a couple months ago. Sister
2: professional wedding photographer. Yeah, it
1: was a couple months ago. This is a good picture of the two of us. I don't have many of them. So is, send
2: it to me, please. Is there a picture of the father of the bride with a gun? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. My, don't my hurt my daughter. Mom. Of
1: course, he has a gun. He has a gun <laughs> hanging around. My this he's got a he's got a couple things hanging on his wall. He has his PhD in British literature and <laughs> Right right next to that is his shotgun right, <laughs> right next to that. Yeah, because <laughs> he likes to let you know Yeah, send it to me, please Because well, you won't if I don't say it you won't no, you won't do it
2: All right <laughs> Disney plus is putting a disclaimer for racism in popular old movies
1: you could, or you could just not show the movie.
2: <laughs> Popular titles like Peter Pan and Dumbo come with a note that they may contain outdated cultural depictions. They do. Uh, Disney <laughs> Particularly Plus. Peter
1: Pan's got some shit about Native Americans in there that is horrific.
2: I never saw that one either. <laughs> really?
1: Horrific. Look it up on YouTube. Horrific. Uh, Big Chief Big Chief. something or other. It's oh, okay. horrific, horrifically racist shit. Is he having like a powwow and yes, smoke signals? Yes, it's horrifically racist shit against Native Americans. <laughs>
2: Uh, Disney Plus is now home to classic movies like Peter Pan, Dumbo, and Lady and the Tramp, all of which now come with a disclaimer. They may contain outdated- Lady and the Tramp, Italians. <laughs> Italian <laughs> chef. Outdated cultural depictions. <laughs> the streaming service has attached the notice to movies that contain racist elements.
1: Walt Disney, stream, uh, screamingly racist. <laughs> uh, fact, by the way, people. You listen to Walt Disney. He was a very racist man.
2: <laughs> he was uh, a
1: very racist man.
2: Popular titles like The Aristocrats. Arisa Cats, sorry, yeah, Arisa Cats. So they will be yeah. X-rated. Uh, Fantasia and the Jungle Book all have this disclaimer, though it is slightly buried in the plot description of the movies. Okay, so slightly buried.
1: You can't, you can't slightly bury anything on a Song of the South. That movie is racist <laughs> as hell.
2: And Dumbo. <laughs> also for example,
1: Dumbo, racist is some racist shit in there too.
2: There's a crow character named Jim Crow. Yeah. Who speaks in an accent that is racist parody of black American accent.
1: Which is exactly what Jim Crow was from the very beginning. Yeah. They went back and they watched minstrel shows and they based this Jim Crow character on the Jim Crow character from the minstrel shows. Uh, America likes this. But remember minstrel shows were well, blackface isn't racist.
2: Right. Right. The Arrested Cats and Lady and the Tramp feature Siamese cats that speak in voices that are offensive parodies of East Asian accents.
1: We are Si and Am. <laughs> I remember.
2: <laughs> See, I never watched this shit. I had to yeah. get my racism from I truly remember. tasteless joke books.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to ask, they'd ask you how old you were if you are trying to buy them. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> All of these characters were voiced by white actors.
1: Of course they were.
2: Peter Pan includes... Racist Depictions of Native Americans.
1: It's horrific. <laughs> it's all, it is horrific.
2: Oh, People shit. took notice online and praised Disney for adding disclaimers and, in a way, taking responsibility for past mistakes.
1: There's spectators at this thing, man. And They're this is, standing
2: on the street watching. This is the part of the article where they just show tweets. And then, back to the article, Song of the South, a story set in the Reconstruction era that even Disney CEO Bob Iger has called, quote, fairly racist. <laughs>
1: Fairly. <laughs> Fairly.
2: smidge of racism. Yeah, just a, just a speck of it. Maybe you're the racist.
1: <laughs> just a speck of
2: it. Remains absent from the library. Oh, they didn't put Song in the they South. They didn't
1: put Song of the South then. <laughs> okay. Good. You don't need it. It's, it's yeah. fucking racist as hell. <laughs> the
2: dark-skinned centaur named Sunflower in Fantasia, who took care of the lighter-skinned centaurs, also remains edited out. Oh, interesting. They
1: had a okay. centaur slave in Fantasia. I don't remember Fantasia. That was early on. It's a long movie.
2: Oh, so the dark skin is like the house slave that takes care of the lighter I so. skin? I think so. I think that's what
1: they're implying there.
2: Interesting. <laughs> this, the disclaimer also drew a comparison. Even,
1: even in mythology, the dark skin people are fucked up. <laughs> right. Just because it's drawn by white folks. Right. <laughs> there you go.
2: Right. Uh, they can't even catch a break on the cartoons. <laughs> nope. The disclaimer also drew a comparison with a similar warning Warner Brothers put on this iconic Tom and Jerry cartoons which more explicitly stated that while these depictions were commonplace in the American society, they were, quote, wrong then and are wrong today. Uh, so Disney, I guess they, any company that's been around that many years is going to have this issue. Like some new like uh, animation studio is probably not going to have that issue. No. Nah. But if you were around in the 30s and the 40s, then you got some shit <laughs> to answer for. You
1: got to th- think about it like this. When Disney was around in, in the 30s, I'm not gonna say that everybody that worked there was racist, <laughs> but I'm gonna say everybody that worked there was
2: racist. <laughs> I think some people were there just to put dicks in things. There you go. You know, some of them might have might have been racist. If you notice,
1: they never used black dicks though. No, well, they had <laughs> to hide them. They never did that. <laughs> they
2: were too small. The white ones were too small enough to put in there the little go. clouds. No, I so I haven't looked at Disney Plus. I've seen people commenting or not com posting like, oh my god. Rugrats season two. And I'm like, I yeah, have no there's desire. a lot of shit
1: like that on there, like shit from your nostalgia days, Darkwing Duck, and oh, I can introduce my kids to Darkwing Duck, shit like. Yeah,
2: that. see, I was never, maybe I just wasn't a big enough TV watcher overall to go back for the nostalgia. I watch
1: that? No, like they got movies on it, like Escape to Witch Mountain. I'm like, oh shit, man, yeah, never saw it. <laughs> that shit I watched when I was <laughs> going to that, going to the matinee movie on on uh, Sunday. I must been Swybruch watching. In Air Force Base,
2: Germany. Yeah, like I was watching sports. I guess I, I wasn't watching like. I wasn't watching a lot of animated... I was watching Transformers. That was animated. And Thundercats, stuff like that. But the younger kid animation stuff, mm-hmm. never really got into Disney stuff at all. Never watched Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or any of that stuff. Looney Tunes I watched.
1: They've also got original programming coming up, so...
2: Yeah. I mean, that's the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's the yeah. big hook there. It's
1: good. I so, like it. It's been good so far.
2: The nostalgia thing wouldn't draw me into Disney+, Plus. I don't yeah. think. I don't think there's anything I would. I would be dying to see again. I mean, when I was like... When I was like, yeah, I was watching. I mean, I saw Full Metal Jacket in the theater. I was probably ten or eleven. Jesus Christ! Yeah, my dad <laughs> did care. Who took you? My dad. <laughs> I think our mother was out of town. I don't think your dad loved you, Andy. <laughs> I think he, I think he actually. That's the one thing I can point to that said he did love. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there's, a, there's a dark days. <laughs> no, he he Going took to see us. Full Metal Jacket. Did y'all drink some scotch? Before? When did that come out? I might have been thirteen. I might have been twelve. No. <laughs> Although, although I, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but my dad used to have a couple beers when he watched the baseball game. He's an Orioles fan. He's you from Baltimore. He would have beers with you? He would have me go fetch him a beer. He'd okay. like, go get me a beer. And I started making this deal. I'm like eight years old. I started making this deal like only if I can have the first sip. And he was like, works for me. So <laughs> I would go get his beer and open it and have the first sip. Sometimes a gulp and now you don't drink. Yeah, right. Like could've those French kids, kids that drink became, wine.
1: Could have become an alcoholic. Yeah. You went the other way. And it's, now you, you don't drink at all. It's
2: all your fault, dad.
1: You went the other way. You don't drink at all.
2: But yeah, it wasn't like consuming alcohol wasn't a big deal. Like I, I would have a sip, maybe a gulp. If I took too big of a sip, he'd be like, hey, hey give me that. And so that would, you know, he would stop me. But um, when people started drinking, and going to parties in middle school, and they would like brag about having beer. I'd be like, "I've, had, I've been drinking for years, dude. Like, <laughs> it's not a big deal to me." So it, it wasn't the mystique wasn't there of consuming beer. I never got drunk. I never had more than a sip. To this day, I've never had more than a sip of beer. Uh, Full Metal Jacket came out in '87, so I June of '87, so I was 12, mm-hmm. going on 13. My well, dad at least took me. Almost
1: a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: turned 13 like <laughs> like a couple months later, three months later. We saw when it when it first came out. That's what I was into, man. I was into adult shit, man. I guess so. We were looking at Hustler magazines when Hustler, I was in elementary school. Full
1: metal jacket.
2: Someone had an older brother who had Hustler magazine under their bed. And so, uh, listened to Two Live Crew.
1: <laughs> well, if that goes without saying. You
2: got to grow up fast where I'm from. I, had a, I was working a job at age 13 illegally. You can't work until you're 14. I was working at a restaurant. You can if you're Andy Klein. I mean, you can shovel driveways, I guess, but you can't, like, clock in and have a – I was paid under the table. I wasn't part of the payroll. I washed dishes four hours Saturday and four hours on Sunday. Got to make that money so I can go see already. Eric Eric
1: Reed went down to the went to the workout. Oh really? Yeah, he's there just to assist.
2: People just showing up to watch.
1: Well, he brought in ex ex receivers. He personally brought in ex receivers.
2: People he's familiar with.
1: They didn't tell him they were who they were going to bring. So he was like, I'll bring people. Yeah.
2: Should I do all this shit?
1: Yeah. So he flew in, but he flew some guys in.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure Nike hooked him up with some you know, he airfare and all hat.
1: that. <laughs> he's got all their shit on. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing all his Nike gear when he's out there.
2: Yeah. Well, by the time this podcast goes up Thursday, I guess there's going to be analysis. Maybe he'll be signed by then. Doubt it. But uh there might be his some analysis. His receivers are
1: Bruce Ellington. Eric Reed is one of his receivers. Okay. Bryce Butler, Jordan Vesey, and Ari Wentz.
2: Eric Reed's a defensive back.
1: His shirt says
2: Kunta Kente. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not going to be the contrite. I'm just glad to have a another opportunity in this league. Of just
1: he should have said f- King Kunta, but, he, you know, kunta Kinte is I want to focus on just helping my team and, you know, making a playoff run. and Just focus on football. Just think about football. Oh, shit. Donald Trump arrives at Walter Reed to begin portions of his annual physical exam.
2: Oh, was he, was he gonna, is he going to lift up a car to show us how strong well, he this is? is? what
1: they're saying now. <laughs> In an unannounced visit Saturday afternoon, unannounced, Trump, 73, arrived at Walter Reed National Military Center in HUD, Bethesda, anticipating a very busy 2020. The president is taking advantage of a free weekend here in Washington, City to begin portions of his routine annual physical exam. Portions? How long is it going to take? client to comment any further.
2: Why portions?
1: The President's annual physical exam, Quincy's gearing up for the kind of trips, Walter, took place under unusual circumstances. His two previous exams in office were announced ahead of time by the White House and noted on his daily public schedule. This time, however, the President's motorcade drove to the Medical Center unannounced, with reporters in the direction not to report his movement until they arrived at Walter Reed. Trump hmm. typically takes the Marine Air the Marine One helicopter to Walter Reed, but on Saturday clear sky but on Saturday's clear sky day, the President opted for the motorcade.
2: So, either something's going on. At
1: February's physical exam, Trump weighed 243 pounds. Lie. What? <laughs> his blood pressure was measured at 118 over 80. Another lie. Huh? <laughs> test showed he had increased his daily dose of robustation, whatever that is, a okay. medication used just need high cholesterol. Well, exam that's. took tr- approximately four hours of any sedation or anesthesia. He's not 243 pounds. Get the fuck out of here.
2: No, I mean, you know, it's... Uh,
1: so what they're saying on Twitter... It's like Tim Wise, Tim Wise pointed it out on Twitter that uh, if this is the exam where they find something wrong, which he can use as a vesti- justification to resign from office oh. while claiming not to have been disgraced by impeachment.
2: A bit of a conspiracy theory. Right. Well, you know, you can't
1: put anything past these motherfuckers.
2: But he doesn't, he can't leave office because he'll go to jail. He has things that he can't be charged with right now it's just because he's president. He's in a bad spot because right. he can't not be president. Right. Or he's going to try to go for some public sympathy. Thing. I mean, Richard Nixon got, you know, made a deal where they couldn't prosecute him when he left. Maybe he'll try to do that. Maybe, or he, or he's got something going on, or he's just become so paranoid and secretive because of all this shit that he just doesn't announce his physical anymore.
1: Right, right.
2: You know? Maybe he wants to go to Popeyes on the way back, get Maybe. the crispy chicken sandwich.
1: Yeah, but you can't hide anything. You're the president, right? <laughs> you know, and you should be trying to. You're a public fucking figure.
2: Well, his even his itinerary these days is just like. Uh, presidential time. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing
1: on it because he doesn't do. Because he, they conceded to the fact that he really doesn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> just or just, they just conceded to the fact.
2: Whatever he does, he just keeps it secret.
1: Did you see the the testimony last week?
2: I saw some of it. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the.
1: Oh, Republicans look like ass.
2: The um, the first day. Yeah. The was he the Kent like and ass. Taylor were were up. Yeah.
1: You've got no chance against these dudes.
2: No, <laughs> I watched some of that, and then the got second, no chance
1: against Masha,
2: the woman. Yeah,
1: you got no chance against her,
2: Marie Yovanovitch. She's
1: fucking thirty year, thirty year vet, thirty year civil servant. That's the thing that was bothering me. Like this guy, Jim Jordan's out there bitching and moaning. I'm like, this woman's been been thirty, 30 plus years of service to this country. You've been in office forty two minutes maybe. Yeah, and you got the nerve to question her.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, he's got to smear people.
1: You ain't got the rank, dude. That's Sit what down they all somewhere.
2: do. They're all smearing people. With her, they were they were trying this other thing. They were like, uh, "You're respectful, and you know you've got a a perfect track record, and this and that." And they were trying to like do that, and then just kind of steer it into some kind of Biden conspiracy thing. So their their angle was to go like, "You've got you have this great record, great public servant," and Trump starts tweeting uh somalia fell apart yeah with her, so it's like yeah. their whole strategy went away
1: well that's what happens when you you mess with the bull you get the horn yeah. she actually told she told jordan at one point uh is there a question here that you yeah. got for me
2: he doesn't ask questions he just He's just
1: talking <laughs> is there a question
2: yeah
1: he giggles <laughs> so
2: you got something to say you got a question for me Or you
1: got a question for me or <laughs> what what is, what are we doing
2: Yeah, here's my question maybe you're fake <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't think that's a question. I yield the rest of my time. More of a, that's
1: more of a statement. <laughs> that's more of a statement. Are you
2: the guy that used to come to
1: Wise Acres? <laughs> yeah, it's more of a statement than a question. <laughs> I don't hear. Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's all it's all for public show at this point. They've already talked to these people behind closed doors. Everybody knows what they were going to say. So it's just for public show. Jim Jordan is like, oh, it's public show. I'm going to show off. Then I'm going to like right. talk fast and roll up my sleeves. Like Steve Cornacki or something. Not
1: going to wear a jacket.
2: Yeah, not going to wear a jacket. Fling the tie over my shoulder. Steve at the big board. I'm going in.
1: Yeah, I'm Steve <laughs> at the big board. Goddamn ridiculous. All right, man, where are we at? Hour 11. Yeah, let's bring this one home. I think we did okay with just the two yeah. of us today.
2: Not so bad. We had the, oh, you know, we didn't get to the, we, it's too late now. We what had, we had this, the video of the fight at a Popeye's, two white people. Oh,
1: I've seen enough Popeyes fights.
2: <laughs> it's, 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 oh, you know the story that we didn't get it's to. It's come down now. The real story is uh, the fucking Toronto Raptors super fan. Uh,
1: that's a good story. I don't know why he felt the need to do that.
2: Did we talk about this last week a little bit or touch on? No, let no, talk. Why about he
1: felt the need to do that? That that uh, you know because they have a a huge uh, Indian presence in Canada.
2: Nav Badia, he's a he's uh, like he's at every Raptors game. He's yeah. been there for since they started basically. Yeah, he's got the turban on.
1: Termin. See, I guess he's a Sikh, maybe.
2: He might be Sikh, yeah. yeah. And someone, some Milwaukee Bucks fan last year. What was the tw- It was a racist tweet. It was
1: Just talking racist shit about him. So he invited the guy to a game, and everybody's like, "Yay, this is the way to, to be good." I'm like, "Why should he go? F- why should he have to make this guy, feel? What? Right. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta buy your being civil. That's what I gotta do now.
2: Oh, here was the tweet. It was 21st of May, uh, this year. Who's the more annoying Raptors fan, Drake or the fat Indian guy with the underwear on his head? Hashtag fear the deer. Hashtag Bucks and Six. Well that didn't work out. No, but, it didn't um, work
1: out before you did it, racist ass.
2: But he tweeted that because this guy goes to all the Raptors games. Right. He's very visible right under the basket. And uh the guy the
1: What's he gonna say about the brother with the alpha that works for Golden State?
2: <laughs> he'll find something. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you know what? He went he flew out to Milwaukee. And met with the guy, the Bucks fan. What for? He got on a plane with the Milwaukee. Uh, met with the fan who authored the racist tweet, bought him dinner, and surprised his family with tickets to last Saturday's game Why? against the Raptors. The two are now, quote, friends for life. Oh, God. According to the unnamed Bucks fan. Kill him with kindness. That's just how Nav operates.
1: He'll be on Ellen's show in a week.
2: <laughs> yeah, the racist guy will.
1: I promise you, when their team finds out about this, those two people will be on Ellen's show.
2: Yeah. Friends for life. I mean, you know, it's like. I should
1: have said that. And then it'll be, yeah, I just wanted to reach out to him and help him realize, you know, another way, another path.
2: He took me to an expensive dinner at like Fucked Applebee's. We yeah. went to, it was great. Took me to Shoney's. Took me to Shoney's. Like, we still have Shoney's with the Sizzler. Shoney's close. He reopened Shoney's actually. We went to, they
1: went to the Sizzler. We went to the Sizzler. I don't think they have that anymore either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think That was think the first steakhouse I ever went to, Sizzler.
2: Sizzler. <laughs> I think it was Ponderosa for me. Yeah. Ponderosa Steakhouse.
1: God, that's fucking ridiculous, man. And everybody's praising this. I'm like, no, the 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 story here is this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, the story. It's not a feel good story. One meal didn't all of a sudden end this guy's racism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You believe that? You and it's not. That.
2: It shouldn't be the responsibility of the victim. Yeah. To placate anybody.
1: Right. Nor should the victim feel like he has to do this.
2: Granted, he might not have felt like he had to. It might not. It might have been something that was considered a responsibility. But this more about the reactions of people. Or like more people should do things like that. You know, people yes. are thinking that right
1: Absolutely now. Absolutely, they are. They're thinking, like, yeah, this, well, that's the Ellen DeGeneres model. Be kind. Yeah. If you show kindness, then people will be nice to you. There's no guarantee that that, first of all, that's not true, (laughs) number number one. (laughs) If it was, we wouldn't be in the position we're in right now. Yeah. And two, that places too much onus and burden upon the people who are being victimized. Yeah. I now have to, not only have to be victimized, I have to fix you victimizing me. I have to fix you. Right. Instead of you going, instead of you just who are a piece of shit. And
2: other other people are going to expect you to do it because they're going to say, well, that guy did it. Right. So why are you not doing it?
1: Why are you not being nice to me? yeah i'm just being mean to you now you're gonna offer me a meal right
2: which again is you know, they're seeing people as a monolith et cetera. Et cetera right. but it's more about that it's more about like the the white gaze right than anything else and this right. fucking bucks fan he
1: got guy, over he's getting over
2: he has a friend for life
1: yeah piece of shit
2: he had a free dinner and tickets to a game
1: exactly
2: yeah exactly uh, yeah, we're hour 15. He'll be on Ellen. Yeah, he'll be on <laughs> he'll
1: Ellen. He'll point. be on alright you All right, y'all. We're gonna <laughs> I learned so much, Ellen. We're going to bring this one Fear home. Fear the deer. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate y'all as always. We'll see you guys on uh, Monday, you fucking freeloaders. The rest of y'all, y'all got that goal earlier, so I hope you enjoyed what Andy and I did.
2: Yeah, and maybe I'll put another Elton podcast up behind the paywall this week. It's possible. You know, it's possible. It's he possible. sent me a, a couple episodes. He got a couple. So. Yeah, he's churning them out, unlike a lot of people who claim they're going to start podcasts. Right. <laughs> he is churning them <laughs> out. Well, he's in, in that out. car a lot so. Yeah, that's true. He's he's got a lot of alone time.
1: Yeah. All right, so y'all come on back. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. That's it. We're three guys on, minus one, just two pickles. We're out